God bless you and Shalom. This is All About the Kingdom podcast with your host, Lori Baker. We are dedicated to strengthening the believer with kingdom-focused biblical applications to live by. Our heart's desire is to lead someone to eternal life for those that have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. We pray that this message today will both edify and bless you. And now, we're going into the message that is now in progress. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about religion versus relationship. Have you ever heard someone say that they would give their life to Jesus, but it's just too hard? It's too much you have to do. But if you just ask them, what is it that is so hard to do, you will soon find out that a lot of people um, have preconceived notions. Uh, They have been told things that are not biblical. In other words, they have been given tasks that they have to complete. They have a a list, a to-do list, uh, a long one before they can be accepted as receive as a recipient of uh, this free gift called eternal life, called salvation, called the Holy Ghost. So um, during Jesus's time, there were religious leaders who made it burdensome with all of their legalistic laws and their hard tasks. They had washings. They had uh, all kinds of things that they added to. It was an add-on to whatever the Word of God had said. In Galatians 5 and 20, factions, that's F-A-C-T-I-O-N-S, is listed as one of the 17 works of the flesh. And I use the TLV and the CJB version of the Bible. Uh, Their reaction to Jesus defines the word factious, causing dissension and problems within a group, even to the point of Jesus being crucified and also his disciples they became martyrs, not just the apostles, but the the disciples, because they would not conform to all of these legalistic uh, laws that were that they had set up. Uh, so, in the Bible, in, in in Mark two, it says, and it came to pass that he Jesus went through the cornfields. On the Sabbath day, and his disciples began as they went to pluck the ears of corn. And the Pharisees said unto him, Hey, hold on, wait a minute. Behold, 
Why do they on the Sabbath day that which is not lawful? And he said unto them, meaning Jesus, have you not read what David did when he had need? That's an important word. And was hungry. He and they that were with him. How he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, and did eat the showbread, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests, and gave also to them which were with him. Now, Jesus makes a valid point. In fact, he makes a few points. They have the Torah. They have, that's all that they have to go by is the Torah. And in the Torah, in their reading, there is the portion where David runs. He's on the run and he's hungry. And he is not a priest, a, a, a Levite, but he has a need. So he goes in there and eats the showbread. And not only David, but he gave it to the men who were with him. And Jesus didn't, God didn't strike him down because it was lawful. So they jumped ahead of those scriptures, the written word in their same Torah, and they create a law. See, God sent Jesus so uh, that we can understand the heart of God, the heart of God. Not only that, that Jesus was compassionate. He felt our infirmities. He felt our needs. So he's saying that we're not just trying to go against uh, what the Torah says, but we are part of the word. The word, I am the word. I am the bread of life. So he goes on, and but they don't understand that. You know, sometimes people get fixated in uh, uh religion instead of relationship. Jesus had a relationship with the Father. And he understood that those things that were needful for him were supplied, were supplied to him. David had a relationship with God. Therefore, he wasn't afraid to run in and eat which was there. They needed, they had a need. So, he said unto them, Jesus said unto the Pharisees, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. He had to straighten their uh, theology. And, and I feel that sometimes our theology needs to be straightened, you know, what is the purpose? Why did God do certain things? Who told you that you have to go this way and go that way? What does the Bible say? We need to get, we have to get back 
to the kingdom. Go back to the scriptures. And so, therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. In other words, he was in God. He was with God. And all things were made by him. So all things were lawful and is lawful to him. Ah, oh, wow. So Jesus had to straighten their theology. I think it's a good thing sometime for us to go back and 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 open our Bibles and say, what does G what would Jesus do? What did Jesus do? What is what was the precedent that was set? So he set a precedent, David did. Before Jesus came in the flesh, he had already said that it was there. If they had read with spirit and truth, there would not have been a problem for Jesus' disciples to be plucking the corn. Their problem was that was considered work when they pulled the corn off. Not when they ate it, but when they pulled it off. So it didn't matter if they was hungry. They just didn't want them to break the law. Okay. Uh, and people, many organizations and many people, and they have just set up their own laws. But God wants us to take all of these uh, tariffs and all of these laws and all these burdens awful people so that they can see Jesus, so that they can see the love of Jesus, so that they can feel the love of Jesus, so that they can come and see that he's a loving God. And, and, and that he said he'd supply all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus, that they can know that Jesus came to love us and he wants to love us. So we who are, have been born again can rejoice in knowing that the Sabbath was made for us. God wanted us to find rest. God wanted us to find peace. God wanted us to cast our cares upon him. He desired and he desires for us to cease from our own labors. And enter into his rest, uh, the troubles and the struggling, and rest in him. That is why God sent Jesus into the world. The rest of the Lord is a place of blessed assurance. You can rest when you know that you know that you know that you know that your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. And the good thing about it, God has no respect of persons. That same rest is available to every person. Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, forgiveness is necessary for us to get into the kingdom of heaven. But we have to ask God to forgive us for our sins. 
And so he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus came down from heaven and was robed in flesh. He was crucified. But before the foundation of the world, he already set aside a way for every person to have this peace that I'm talking about, to have this rest, to have eternal life. Corinthians 5 and 2 says, For he have made him, Jesus, God has made Jesus to be sin for us. In other words, he took our sins, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So once we accept Jesus, we become born again. We become new creatures because we have accepted his righteousness. And we no longer have to struggle with our sins because Jesus has taken them in his own body. Not only that, we have to know that he already did this. Romans 5 and 8 says, but while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Jesus already died for us. If you are listening to this broadcast today, to this podcast today, and you want that peace of knowing you have eternal life, just ask God, to forgive you of your sins right now. And turn away from your sins. This is what repentance is. Meaning to turn away from your sins. Reject your sins. And ask God to forgive you for all of your sins. And he will. And believe it. And ask Jesus to take your sins. And give you his righteousness. And he will. Just believe it. Just believe. That he just did. Now. Thank God. That your sins. Have been forgiven. That means. They no longer exist. To God. Because. Jesus took your sins in his own body and he's given you his righteousness. That means you have a new start as of point then that you believe that you accepted him. All your sins. Don't try to count them. Don't try to go back because they don't exist if you believe today. And just tell, lift your hands wherever you are if you can And just tell Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for giving me new life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. Thank you, Jesus, for washing every one of my sins away. I'm clean. Just say, I'm clean. I'm washed. I thank you, Jesus. One scripture said, by his stripes, you are healed. He he took his, he took those stripes on his back. When they pierced him in his side, out came blood and water. 
and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful today? The next thing, since you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome into the kingdom of God. Find a church where the pastor is preaching the Bible, the words of the Bible. And not only that, where they are studying the Bible, not like the scribes and the Pharisees who had all of these different things that they were doing and they were not focusing on the Bible. Had they been, they would have known what David did was not contraindicated from what Jesus did. So what I'm saying is get in a church where you can learn about your new life. The Bible says as newborn babies desire the sincere word of the God, of the Lord. What does the Bible say? And go and find your Bible and just begin to read it. Before you read it, pray and say, Lord, help me to understand. And the Bible says, reads that, if, if you lack wisdom, if you lack wisdom, he'll give it to you. And he would not hold it back. He'll give you the wisdom to understand what he's saying. I'm so glad that you made a choice to give Jesus your life today. You will never regret it. If you have any questions, please feel free to fill out the contact page uh, on our website at greatoutpouring.today. Greatoutpouring.today. And also, if you, when you get to that church, Ask the pastor if they will baptize you. Amen. God bless you. I'm so glad you joined us today. Please share this word. Share the word. You got something good, you want to share it. Share the word with someone and pray for us. Remember to pray for the loss in this hour. God bless you. This is all about the kingdom, your host, teacher and evangelist, Lori Baker. I pray that you were blessed today by the message and make sure that you click the follow button for upcoming messages and also events that we will be having. Would you please remember the persecuted church, pray for Israel, and the nation that we are in, the United States, and the body of Christ globally. Also, if you would, share this message with someone. And remember to visit the website at greatoutpouring.today. The website is greatoutpouring.today. It's my prayer that you will have a blessed and wonderful day today. God bless you. Until the next time.